Arizona Sports, the home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Burns and Gambo talk Suns Clippers. Now. I knew it was only going to be a matter of time until we had our next guest on our show. I had no idea it was going to be two hours after we learned Kawhi Leonard wasn't going to play in game three, but... What can we say? Sometimes you get lucky. Ramona Shelburne joining us right now on the Burns and Gambo Show in the Arizona Sports Line here on Arizona Sports, the local sports leader. Ramona, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Good. How are you guys? Is it, Ramona, is it safe to say that this Paul George, Kawhi Leonard experiment where they're paying $340 million for the yeah. team this year with the luxury, is it is it fair to say that this experiment has failed? I mean, so far, right? I mean, you know, I had a I had a stat. I, don't, I have to check and see if it's still true. Okay, but I I think it will be. Uh, at the beginning of the year, everybody always knocks Anthony Davis like you know in calm street clothes or whatever. But since they both joined their respective teams, okay, the the, the Anthony Davis and and Kawhi and Paul George, they all joined their teams in 2019. Anthony Davis has played more than either of those two guys. Than is either it, Paul right, or, isn't that or crazy? Kawhi. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. You wouldn't think about it like that. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, and the Lakers have won a title since then. And then when, you know, in 2020, that bubble championship, I mean, it's, it, I, you know, I'm kind of bummed because I like to see stars play. So, you know, these playoffs so far, we've seen Ja get hurt, Giannis get hurt, Tyler Hero got hurt. I mean, now it's, now it's quite, I think, I, but the second one was like, oh my God, if he hurt himself in game one and played that well in game two, like playing through that pain, like that guy's incredible. Yeah. Did you think? Did you think going in that they had any shot at beating the Suns if Paul George wasn't going to play? I thought that you know, like a like a outside shot, twenty percent, something like that. Because they, this really breaks down this series is the Suns are top heavy. They got a lot of stars. They don't have a lot of depth. The Clippers can come at you with five different looks, right? You can throw. You know, I, I, and I saw them do this to the Lakers late in the season. I was like, oh, that could work, right? Like you know, you could go with. Westbrook and Eric Gordon in the starting lineup, and then totally switch it up and have Norman Powell and Terrence Mann in the second half. And then, you know, you, you get like Marcus Morris isn't even playing right now, but he's a really good player. I mean, there's, they just have they just have waves of guys that they can throw at you. Whereas, like any one of the, the Clippers DNP guys would be totally in Monty Williams' rotation for the Suns, right? Robert Covington, how many minutes would he be playing for you guys? And like, right. And, you know, Marcus Morris, he'd be playing a bunch of minutes. They they just have a lot of looks, and sometimes sometimes that depth can can work. And I think, you know, they're used to playing without Kawhi. They're they're a lot better with him. But it, I had to I had to kind of chuckle and think about the Russell Westbrook pickup. Okay, first of all, the new the new CBA, they wouldn't be able to do that. Okay, that he's a buyout guy, and you're not allowed that you would. They're so far over the luxury tax that you're not allowed to pick somebody up. But they still are, right? When the Lakers got Russell Westbrook, when they went out and traded for him, why did they trade for him? So, well, Anthony Davis and LeBron James tend to get hurt. So we need a guy who's really durable, who's always out there, and, you know, we can count on when one or both of AD and LeBron is out. It's kind of what he's been for the Clippers right now. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> I mean, it's Amazing. Crazy. Ramona Shelburne, our guest here from ESPN, joining us on the Burns and Yambo show and, and certainly not reveling in Kauai out, but I'm very glad that we've got you on today to talk about it. And we certainly weren't anticipating that when we when we booked you. So I, I don't mean to put you on the spot with this one, but I'm sure. curious, have you heard 
if Kawhi being out will extend to Game Four, if they're if they're sacrificing tonight to have him healthier for Game Four, have you heard any kind of the nuts and bolts behind this move, Ramona? So, you know the 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 sense I got, and this is not complete information, so okay. I don't want to I don't want you to sound like I I really know this is to you know one person over there I talked to, but it's um, the sense I got was you know he. He played through in game two, and it wasn't as good now. And he, he sort of feels like you got this is a short series, not a lot of rest days in the series. Okay, game game four is Saturday, so this is a Thursday night, and then a Saturday day game. It's Saturday at twelve thirty, less than forty eight hours in between games. And if you're not feeling one hundred percent for this one, you got to. This is it's smart to take the front end of this off rather than the second game off, right? Especially since you've got one in Phoenix. Um, I think I think that's how they're looking at it. He's going to be listed as questionable or day to day. I think there's some optimism in the sense that he played through it in Game Two, right? But his his knee is just something you always have to manage. You know, there was the, the ACL injury there, but but go all the way back to his San Antonio days. This is just you know something that that happens there from time to time. Yeah, and that kind of led into my second question for you they were so cautious with him this year and obviously they were starting to ramp him up the last couple of months but but man they were they were basically saving him up for this moment are are you sensing frustration within the organization not directed at him necessarily but they were they were clearly planning on trying to save him for this moment and it didn't work is there frustration in the organization that that's how it turned out yeah i mean it's how could you not be like how could you not be bumped you know i mean they, they just but they, they have, I don't know even how to phrase this. Like, if you know Ty Lue, like, I mean, I, I guess you guys probably feel the same with Monty Williams. Like, they're pretty unflappable. Like, there's, it's like, okay, Kawhi's out. Let's go. You know, I mean, he's just on to the next. He's not really a, a real emotional, reactionary guy. You know, I've, I've known him for a long time, even back when he was a player. So I, I feel like. Oh. Like, he's just, he's on to the next. He's not. The kind of guy to dwell in it. Now, up the food chain, sure. If you're Steve Ballmer, I'm sure he's really bombed, right? But sure. you know, this is this is already going to be a tough series. I mean, you're you're going against Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Chris Paul, Da. I mean, this is Suns are really good. It's just a tough first round series matchup anyway, and they don't have Paul George. This was already, I think, they already knew going to be a tough one. Look, I think it's a lot of feeling that, you know, because of the, the way the top of the West worked out, you know, Memphis and Sacramento and Denver, and it wasn't, you know, Golden State, it wasn't Phoenix, it wasn't the the Lakers, the traditional powers, that the West is wide open this year. Do, do you feel that the Suns are the overwhelming favorite, or do you see some teams out there that can beat them? I, I think the Suns, you know, we all look at the Suns like they're the favorites because of how how talented that that core group is, you know. I mean, they just, I mean, you know, these, those top four guys. Like, and they, we haven't even really scratched the surface of what they can do yet. It's just, it is. A, there is a depth issue, though. I mean, it's, you know, those guys played a lot of minutes so far, and they are having to play more than you would really want them to play. Especially older guys like I mean, Kevin Durant, thirty-four, right? Chris Paul, thirty-seven. Uh, when does he turn thirty-eight? It's coming up pretty soon. I remember that last year. In that, in that series against Dallas, yeah, so May and it, May, it's yeah, like, May, yeah, so it's, yeah, you know, it's May. coming up. You know, so my 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 general sense is, you know, you, you don't you don't ever really want to play people forty three minutes a game. <laughs> it's not it's not winning. You know, I asked Monty about that uh, yesterday when we saw him practice. He, 
he was talking about, you know, you can call, you can get a guy out right before a timeout, so you kind of extend the break that you're getting him during during games. I mean, this is they, they've got to that's what, that's how they've got to do it. They've got to get campaign back back in and healthy and, and and playing well. They just don't have a lot of margin for error. But I I think the Suns of the Bay is just because of the star power and also because you know I was I was one of those who was like, oh, I'll never count the Warriors out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, they, they don't. It just doesn't look like the Warriors got it this year. I was gonna say, no. are we are we moving yeah. you on the board to count the Warriors out? Are we are we sliding Ramona over on our on our big board uh, here in the room? Yeah, I think we're looking there. I mean, this is that was that was pretty devastating to lose Draymond for this game. Pretty bad. Yes, I mean you know, they, they don't win on they don't win on the road, and Sacramento's a lot better. Everybody wants to write Sacramento off because they have no experience. Hey, the Suns two years ago didn't have any experience. They made it to the NBA Finals and they were up two nothing. I know. You know, it's funny. I was I was thinking about the the Kings. I mean, pretty much every everything they've done for the better part of a decade, and and because I'm you know I went to Stanford, I'm a Silicon Valley girl, right? I mean, they're basically just stealing their IP. You know, it's like, like you got Google and they got these great software engineers and some new, you know, they, some startup comes along and Google's like, yeah, I really like what those guys are doing. Let's just hire all their people. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's just, let's just go get there. Let's just go get all those brains. You know, we'll either buy the company or hire the, hire the engineers. I mean, that's, that's basically what the Kings have done. I mean, they got, you know, Vivek Brown Dive was a, was a part owner of the Warriors at one point. Then he went and bought the Kings. And he's hired Luke Walton, former Warriors assistant coach. Mike Brown, former Warriors assistant coach. Alvin Gentry, former Warriors assistant coach. I mean, it, you know, the, and, and even if you look at the staff, I'm like, oh, my God, there's Landro Barbosa, there's Harrison Barnes. I mean, these are all Warrior guys. Yeah. So they, 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 they kind of stole a little of the secret sauce. Yeah. If you can't beat them, hire them, right, Ramona? If you can't right. beat them, hire them. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good that's a good philosophy. Ramona, as always, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us here on the Burns and Gambo show. I hope to catch up with you during the playoffs again, okay? Yeah, sounds good, guys.